Hello, my name is Leslie Kane. I am the host of the Why Not Today podcast. This podcast is to celebrate people who have been courageous and said, why not today? I started this podcast in honor of my father, Patrick Kane, who often said, why not today? I'm based in Reston, Virginia, a planned community right outside of Washington, D.C. Thanks for joining us today. I am super excited to have Julia Lofgren here as my guest today. Before we hear from Julia, let's talk about connections. You never know when you meet someone, where it will lead you and who the connection will be in your life. Um, I love connecting with people and Julie and I, I can go back to our connection from my sophomore year in college where I was at Outer Banks and met a friend of mine who still friends and because of a gazillion different connections and people introducing us, Julia and I have been friends and we are actually sitting together today at her lake house at Smith Mountain Lake and she is my guest for today. So, Julius, share your story or a little about you and a fun fact. I will, Leslie, and let me just reiterate how cool it is, I think, that we have connected and the fact that it goes back to your college days. Uh, crazy. Yeah, so that's that's one of my favorite sort of games to play when I when I meet people is to like kind of see how many hops back it takes and oftentimes it's circular like the same people that you first met you know are somehow connected you know seven degrees of Kevin Bacon or something yes. like that um but yeah thank you for having me on your show I I've been a fan of your podcast since it came out I think I listened to the very first one even prior to release you actually listened to the first one and were the first person to listen to it wow yeah. I am excited so I'm so excited to be on a show because I've learned so much from the other guests you've had on the show and I just wish you the best of success and can't wait for it to go viral and you know all of us to be connected internationally through the podcast but um let's see you asked me to share a fun fact about myself and I really had a hard time narrowing that down because I have had a, I've had a fun life <laughs> without a doubt <laughs> and I don't know if this is really a fun fact I mean some fun facts are I love my birthday and I have big birthday parties so any birthday I have with a zero in it um, I have a big party so my 40th is kind of the first one I remember that I built a pirate ship and we had a pirate party for my 50th birthday uh, we did a toga party in our cul-de-sac in Vienna Virginia and had about 200 people I got carried in by gladiators on a litter and uh, and I heard you had uh, columns built yeah in we, California we know we that we built the pirate ship in California oh, yeah. we built Roman columns in our garage to put outside for the for the toga party and uh next year will be my big 6-0 birthday Ooh. and we're gonna be we're planning Julia stock now it's gonna be a hippie party in Asheville North Carolina so right. it is um, on my calendar yeah, so birthdays, um, I, I like to celebrate a whole month. I don't know about you, but oh, absolutely. why limit it to a day? Mine's on the first, so I take all month long. Excellent. Excellent. Exactly. Mine's on the 14th, so I figure first two weeks, second two weeks, you got to do it. Yeah, we were meant to be friends. Yeah. So this podcast is about being courageous and saying, why not today? So what does courage mean to you? You know, this is another somewhat hard question I had to think about. Thank goodness Leslie sent me the questions early so I could think about them. Um, but for me, courage is doing something that is a stretch, something that's beyond what you think your limits are, something that you might need to plan for. 
Um, so, you know, it was courageous. I think maybe that I ran in a couple of marathons I mean, running 26 miles is not easy. No. And I would say that, you know, one of my things about courage is you just don't go do something courageous without being prepared for it. So I am a planner, as you probably know, yes. I love to plan. That's why we get along so well. And I just really think what's the fun part of doing something courageous for me is, is breaking it into the steps that you need to do, like the planning part for it. Um, that's really fun. I also think that, you know, they always ask, is your glass half full, half empty? I think uh, the feeling some people feel about something that is, is going to take a lot of courage is they might feel fearful or anticipation or anxiety. And when I have those feelings, I interpret them as excitement. So I love roller coasters. I love jumping out of airplanes. I love challenges like starting my own company, which I did. But all of those things, if you instead, in fact, I'm fascinated by the brain. So your amygdala, which is your fear of flight, is also where your excitement for something rests. I've heard that. So if you do something that is scary, instead view it as something very exciting. Um, and then you're just looking at life more through rose-colored glasses or through an excitement lens instead of a fear lens. And you're more looking forward to it in anticipation. Yep. Trick your brain. Trick your brain. Absolutely. So what have you done in your life that's taken courage? I know we talked about lots of different things. Yeah. So what was the one thing that yeah. you feel like you want to share? I'll, you know, it's funny because I didn't think at the time it was courageous, but everyone's told me, wow, that was so brave. But I was in a job um, for 10 years at a government think tank and it was very cushy and it was very easy and it was four weeks of vacation and a nice retirement plan mm -hmm. and I was bored and I used to have on my whiteboard um, a saying that I came up with called Gana or Gange get a new attitude or get a new job and it was because people came in my office and they hated where they worked and I was like well if you don't get a new attitude, get a new job. And one day I think I was just sitting there and I thought, I have a bad attitude about this place. I'm bored. So I decided to start my own defense contracting company. And um, so I started ThoughtLink with a coworker of mine and um, we just started a consulting firm. Um, I had our first client was um, a project through DARPA, the Defense Advanced Research Project Agency. And from there, the company grew and we ran that company for 15 years. So that takes courage. Yeah. And you know, one of the reasons I kind of started this is the why not today was I was a similar situation and had left a job to pursue Mary Kay full time. Right. And people ask all the time, really, what are you going to do? Like, you're really going to do that? I'm like, yeah, worst thing has happened. It doesn't work and get another job. Yeah. And I viewed it as a super good learning opportunity. I had just finished getting a master's degree and I was thinking of getting a business degree. And I thought, well, rather than go get a business degree, why don't I just run a business? And so it was so educational. And I felt the same way. I've, I've, I've never had trouble with my self-confidence. So I think I always knew that if it shouldn't work, I'd go out and get another job. And how many people do we know talking about the get a new attitude and get a new job that are miserable in their job? Like, it breaks my heart. And I think that's one of my missions is helping women get out of those situations. Right. Because so many people are miserable and they think, especially 
being in Northern Virginia area in the DC, people are like, get that good job, have insurance, which was the old mentality. And yeah. just work yeah. for somebody and you have no freedom, no flexibility. Yeah, I and that was another reason I wanted to have my own company. I, I have a little hard time with authority and taking orders by somebody. And I wanted to be my own boss, um, which I'm sure you realize is such a wonderful thing. Yes. Um, although I, my boss, which is me, made me work long hours and everything. But I will fast forward after 15 years in this defense contracting company, which was very exciting at the beginning. We were there for 9-11 and helping the Department of Justice train people. It was very exciting. But after 15 years, I was bored again. And I just decided, you know what? I am going to just do where my passion is. And my passion's always been helping other people and finding ways to help them and making sure people don't live in these situations that you're talking about. Yeah. So I decided to start a life coaching company for kids. And um, so literally, I think that there's tutors. Uh, sorry. Uh, there's tutors that help people um in their math and science and reading and arithmetic but I wanted to help kids find their passion so I would give passion assessment tests I would find out what they really want to do in life um and I think everyone needs to, no matter your age you need to assess what it is that your passion is so you make sure in this one precious life you don't waste it absolutely totally agree yeah we think so much alike it's almost <laughs> scary like you're in my brain but so we talked last night about something courageous you did that you didn't do. Yes. Which is an interesting story. So I'd love for you to yeah. share a little bit because I think it takes courage when you have an idea and you throw it out there and then you decide maybe it's not right. Right. Yeah. I think both of us have this personality where if we say we're going to do something, we have a lot of integrity. Absolutely. And we just feel like we have to do it. And so um, in the beginning of 2008, I was going to write a book about working distributedly, which is so funny. I never knew there was going to be a pandemic yeah. that would cause us all to do that. Um, but anyway, I found a book agent and I spent a lot of time writing an outline for the book. It was going to be called Taming the Cybertooth Tiger, um, How to Live and Work in a Digital Age. And um, basically the crash happened about August of 2008 and, and no one was buying business books. And I was still trudging away in my office every day trying to write this book and it was killing me. And, but I had said I was gonna do it. So I was not gonna do it. Do it. Um, and finally, I really just um, gave myself permission to bow out of that bolt. And it was something I'd never done before. If I ever said, I'm doing it, then I did it. And so it did. I think that when I think back about courage, I think that's one of the most courageous things I did was gave myself permission to not do something because, you know, our goals change and, and that's all okay. Right. And, you know, that's funny. It kind of relates back to Mary Kay. Um, that Mary Kay, the lady that starred Mary Kay Cosmetics, she was going to write a book. Yeah. Pros and cons of direct selling. And her husband's like, if you're so smart, why don't you take those principles and start a business? There we go. So it goes full circle. So how, I guess, was there a tipping point or a moment or something that happened that said, you know what, where you could give yourself permission not to write that book? You know, I, I wonder, I mean, it was kind of an instant. Like I woke up one morning and thought, what if I just didn't do it? And, and it was such a foreign thought, it kind of jolted me. But I, I said, you know what? And the hardest thing for me was telling people, because of course I'd shared with the people I was going to work on a book. 
And I almost felt like, you know, they're going to view me as a failure. But again, I think another lesson that I've gotten in life is it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. It's, you know, again, this is our life. We should live it the way we want to live it. So, and then, so how did you feel when you made that decision not to write it? Oh my gosh. Like, like the barn doors were open and I was free to start looking at my to-do list again. So amazing. Yeah. I have so many goals that I always keep track of and write them all down and plan for them. And for instance, I'm starting one of my goals that's been on my want to do list for a long time is to uh, actually do the 200 hour yoga teacher training. And I found out there was an opportunity to start that with one of my favorite yoga instructors. And so this fall, I'll be starting to do that. And I can't emphasize enough the um, importance of writing down your goals so that you can see that you've done them, check your progress, and so that you plan for them. You put them on the calendar. Absolutely. And then something else we talked about earlier that in preparing for this was not just a to-do list, but a to-do list. Mm. So share a little bit of what a to-do list is. So your to-do list is kind of stuff that you want to do. And I, and sometimes equated as a bucket list. Um, Sometimes I also had to say that there's this today list, which is stuff you got to get done today. Right. And then the to-do list is all of your accomplishments that you have done um, that you're really proud of. And it's good to keep that list handy. And if you're feeling a little low about yourself or anything else, you look and I'm sure you've done a million wonderful things and made a difference in so many people's lives and, and really accomplished a lot. So, so always keep adding to your to-do list. And, and that's just uh, what you can really be proud of that you've gotten done. I love that saying. I've been working hard at celebrating the little things daily that you do. That's right. Because um, even getting out of bed some days is a celebration for some people. I know yeah. I bounce out of bed ready to tackle my day. But yes, celebrating those things <laughs> is always well, a good thing. <laughs> and let me, let me just say too, right now I have followed my passion and what I do now, I'm not working, making an income, but I volunteer teaching classes at the UNC Asheville College for Seniors. And um, I teach classes that I'm passionate about, one of which is the science of happiness. And one, that, one thing they found about happiness is people that set goals and achieve those goals are happier people but also gratitude and being grateful for, and it's for the little things. I have people in my class track what they're grateful for. And it's funny. It's just like, I saw this beautiful little flower or I'm just so grateful. I can step out of bed and walk across the room, Uh, little things. Yeah. I've been doing a gratitude journal for years. What a difference that makes to be grateful. And even as we're coming out of COVID, um, and the last couple of years, and we talked about this too, is silver linings and the good things that came out of this. Oh my gosh, and yeah. I actually had a piece of paper on inside of my door and I wrote silver linings and all the good things that came of it. And I think coming through COVID, I was not grateful of COVID, but I think came out a whole different person and recreated a business and a new lifestyle and started this podcast, started this podcast. Who knows if you hadn't had that time to kind of sit and think about it. Whether or not you would have done it. No. So what advice or encouragement would you have for somebody to be brave and courageous and say, why not today? Uh, My advice is, you know, hate to be all Nike, but just do it. I mean, 
um, we only have this one precious life. And I will tell you my motto in life is if I'm not having fun, I'm not doing it right. So people kind of laugh at that, like life can't be all fun. And yes, I think it can. It can. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So, so I am about just, just go ahead. And also all the pressure of thinking about something that you need to get done. I think even you talked about kind of the day you were going to start the podcast, you kind of waited a lot of the day. Yeah. Um, that is taxing on you. Oh, I mean, absolutely. So if you've just done it, I know. Not just do it today, do it earlier in the day. Well, it's that eat that frog principle. Like, oh, just yeah. do it. Yeah, it right. Get it done. And, and that's important too. Like, do the stuff that you really don't want to do and get it out of the way. Otherwise, just sit in your head. Yeah, I try to listen to the first voice. And when something comes to mind, just do it. Yeah. And not second guess it. And and you'll be amazed at how fast you actually get that stuff done. Oh, absolutely. You think about it a lot more than it actually takes time to do whatever that task yeah. is. Yeah, I have a funny, funny story relating to that. I don't know how much time we have. Left, but, I didn't uh, how much we started. <laughs> we could talk all day, so we might not need to do that. But yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to say that one of the things I had to do when I had a defense contracting company was I was the chief security officer. Oh, that's scary. I know. <laughs> and so every year I had to apply for, you know, this certificate with the DOD to hold security clearances. And there was a lot of small print and forms and horrible government programmed websites that I had to do. And I had to do it every year. I had to like update all the records and everything. And it was something I needed to do. And I decided one year when I had to do it, that I was going to treat it like a game. Like I had, I wanted to win this game and win it fast and figure it out. And again, I just changed my perspective of this thing that I hated and instead tried to think of it in some positive light, like I'm just going to win this game and then be done with it and be ruler and master of the security officer Love department that. or whatever. Our brains think too much alike. I know I keep saying <laughs> that, but scary. All right. So the question I always ask and try to go back to is mm -hmm. what is your connection to my dad? Who mm -hmm. This is kind of an honor of, and I always try to, as we do, as we chat, kind of go back to it. And I know we talked about other things is, but the first thing that you said that connected my dad was when you turned 40 and had a pirate birthday party my dad had an eye patch That's on handlebar mustache and everybody thought he was a pirate oh my gosh I wish he had been at this party oh, it would have been yeah epic. yeah so it you know the more I hear about your dad the more I'm very sorry that I did not have an opportunity to meet him but something that you've told me that is that he he loved lakes which I live on a lake here it's been yes. that lake and he loved water skiing I too love water skiing and you told me that he would water ski with a pipe in his hand, which is quite yes. amazing. And although I don't do that every year on my birthday, which luckily falls in June and not January. Yes. I do water ski wearing my Carmen Miranda hat and my Carmen Miranda dress. And um, yeah, so I think we would have gotten along swimmingly. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And, and your love for connecting. Oh, and just new people. And I know we mm -hmm. talked couple months ago it's like strangers just friends we haven't met yet 
Absolutely. And it's exciting to meet, meet new people and include them in our world and just have fun. I, I have no, no friend limit. I can always have more. Yes. And I, I think that the true friends in your life will always be friends, no matter how far away you move away. It was really hard when I did move away from the DC area because I thought, well, I'm not going to be there, but I don't miss the traffic. No. And all the people in my life from up there, I still see. And oh, by the way, I go up there to get my hair cut in Georgetown four times a year. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and I think when you move away from people and you don't have them in your backyard, you, you make an effort to see them and spend quality time with them. More quality time. Yeah. yeah. So, and I look forward to us spending a lot more quality time together. And Me I too. wish you so much success in this. And I'm so glad that you are spreading the phrase why not today why not today so yeah so thank you for being my guest and the why not today is a logo we're starting a movement um i have uh, cups and t-shirts and vinyls that we will have a website shortly that you can uh, get information but thanks again julia for sharing your story today um you can find the why not today podcast on spotify and itunes and I release a new podcast every other week. So thank you for listening today. And, and, and Leslie, if anyone wants to reach me, that's they winning. could reach me at my email, which is just my first name, Julia, at thoughtlink.com. That was my defense contracting company and my life coaching company. But it is the word thought, T-H-O-U-G-H-T-L-I-N-K.com. And I'd love to hear from anyone who has questions or just wants to share their thoughts. That's great. Yeah, I was going to add that. And then also I will share that information once we get the website up, but I'll also share it on, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, you can share it on the Spotify link. So we'll share that info. Oh, and also we didn't even talk about, Julia's even more famous that the Smith Mountain Lake visitor guy has her as the centerfold this month, <laughs> sitting on the dock with the dog. And uh, it is a, it's a story of working from anywhere and how one of the silver linings of COVID was being able to work anywhere, anytime. So um, this was not a bad place to have to shelter in place. No, and that's, I guess, that's where, I mean, we were connected and knew each other and we started by walking during right. COVID. We really got connected because of COVID. Yeah. And because I moved my work location to the lake mm -hmm. and that's where we're working from today. So again, thank you, Julia. Thank you for everybody for listening and just don't forget to say why not today and thank share you, your Leslie. stories. Yeah, do it. All right. Bye.